think that yeah, you get the music. I feel like can be very like there is. I think a biggest a very big downfall, and like I think that every artist would agree with. Like I feel like everyone would like agree with this. That everyone like, kind of starts and it's like I'm there. I'm gonna drop a song, but I'm gonna wake up and it's gonna be like ten million streams, and I'm gonna have like millions of dollars and whatnot. But um, and like a lot of people, especially outside people, think that streams are gonna be the source of uh like musicians income and whatnot which i think is cabral because you got you got sync deals which you don't need any monthlies for it bro you need to get on like things like taxi or whatever or disco and write songs specifically for it so for me personally my idea go i don't really care about like the fame and shit bro i want to make um for me personally i love like coming of age movies and like romance movies which is hence why i make the music that i do yeah and um bro i want to i want to see my shit in like like a movie those type of things yeah movie, bro like it's bro, netflix like, series. i don't even care if it's on like, netflix series or you get a small this, series you get, i don't you care get this notification where it said netflix have now used this your song in this movie or show and you're like oh, i'm gonna watch the show just so i can have a look at what they're putting my music in. and you're like oh my god this is the shit like i can mm. it would be so cool to actually hear your music in a movie or like a series because that's every artist's dream to have like their song that literally lives on forever as well as the song itself in a movie. Special thanks to Bailey. It's a cold podcast. Boy, Bailey's got nothing but good things. And the Morale Show, um, amazing com uh, conversation. Big up Bailey, big up the Morale Show. Hey guys, welcome, welcome, welcome back to the podcast today. I'm joined with another artist. And I'm not talking about another artist out in the UK. No, 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 no. If you guys listened to the last episode with Ben Jones, you would know that he's an Australian artist. Today I'm joined with another Australian artist. He is currently in Melbourne. He lives in hey. Melbourne. Same city as me, so who knows, we could link up sometime. But young one, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> Let's get it, had, baby. Bro, I had to get you on. Bro, I've got your one of your songs on my playlist that I listen to every day. It's What a Mess. That song bangs. <laughs> yeah, I love that song, yeah. I've got that, oh, dude, song, that... I've got that song on repeat every day. <laughs> oh, you're you feeling a type of way right now, huh? <laughs> dude. No, that song is mad. That song is mad. Yeah. Yeah, I want to I wanna make some more shit like that, I swear. <laughs> who knows who knows who knows what you could do man but for people that may not know about you um would you like to introduce yourself and give a little rundown of the type of music you make man yes sir all right well yeah my artist name is yng1 and uh i made like pop music and like a little bit of like melodic rap uh music i aim to get you in your fields man so i like to i like to yeah i don't even know i just kind of like I like kind of the idea of writing about situations, not not like too like cringe, like heavy on the love side, you know what I mean? 
I want to talk about the sides that in my music personally, I like to write about those like little moments, not the not the end of the story or the start of the story. So um yeah, and I kind of like write about that. Um and yeah, that's pretty much uh that's pretty much me. I just came off the uh GTM uh tour as well. One yeah. that uh Triple J, shout out Triple J man, they hooked me up. Um bro, actually a funny story about that. They had to call me about the um about me with like winning the Canberra leg. And um bro did say so I was at work and they like called me up and uh I couldn't really hear them properly. Yeah. And uh he was like asking me like, Oh yeah, I'm, like you won this, blah blah. This is like who is so and so from like Triple J. I'm like dead set and they've been calling me all day as well. So I'm like, no, this is like another scam caller and shit. Bro, dead set, I almost hung up and like I wasn't even sure if it was like real either. But um yeah, like two weeks later I got like the little like uh contract thing. But um yeah, dude, it's been like nuts. Nuts. But yeah, that's pretty much where I'm coming from. Y and G is a uh like a a group as well, a collective. We have like uh two two in-house producers, a DJ, YNG Dagu, my touring DJ as well. He's my yeah, he's great. Um and then uh YNG Martyr as well, who's a, a rapper, and then we got Silicon and uh yeah, Frisbee who does like uh YouTube and stuff, so it's mad. Did you say um um yeah, I remember seeing one of the YNG crew. I don't remember who I DM'd. I remember DMing someone and they got back to me. It wasn't you, it was someone else. I don't look into that. But you've been very busy. You've had shows, obviously. How is that? How is it? Because you weren't expecting the crowds there to support you. You weren't expecting anyone to really know who you were. Bro, it was nuts. I, honestly, I was like coming in there and like, I mean, like, I like playing shows. Like, one person or a hundred people, man, it's all the same to me. Like, we turn it up. We turn it up. But, uh, yeah, when I got on, like, the, when I got on the GTM stage, I was, because it was a hometown, hometown show, I was, like, kind of hoping that there might be a little bit more people. Yeah. Um, had all the day ones there, all of them, all of them supporting. And, um, yeah, I think what really helped me, like, I actually got, like, a really decent crowd as well. Uh, Team Jesus hooked me the fuck up, bro. <laughs> Completely unintentionally as well. They... They all came out on like so. I was on the Triple J and Cattle Yard stage, and they're together. And they were like out on the other side of the stage, and um, dude, they brought over like hundreds of people. And I'm like, everyone's thinking that they're about to play as well, and then they go off, and then I start like like my my set starts. So I had like hundreds of people, man. I'm like, oh hell yeah, let's get it, let's get it. But um, oh dude, it's been nuts, and I got also played uh. The staple of Melbourne, laundry, laundry bar. Oh, bro, unreal, unreal. <laughs> Shout out Frosty for that as well. That was nuts. Bro, but, um, do you want me to tell you something funny? You know how you wanted yeah. YNG won? Before yeah. like, I got in touch with you, I thought your name was Young One. It was just shortened to YNG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, I swear, it's like interchangeable, honestly. Like when... When people come up, I've, I've been getting like a lot recently about people asking like which one it is. Honestly, I it's interchangeable. It's honestly interchangeable. You can call me Young One, you can call me Y and D One. It doesn't matter. But uh, no, it's all the same to me. Bro, that's good. Or let's talk about like your music. So obviously, you're an up and coming artist from Australia, and an artist <laughs> is trying to make it out in the world. Who is some, who is some one artist you'd love to work with? in like around the world who would you want love to work with 
Oh, bro. Dude, I've always wanted to like work with. It sounds so weird because it's like completely like so far south. But um, dude, I've always wanted to get on a song with Robbie Williams, bro. On God, really, Robbie Williams. On God, <laughs> dude, I will, I will, I will switch lanes. On God, I'll, I'll like, I'll do like slow down stuff. I don't care. He um, my my first album like that I ever bought like CD was Robbie Williams, and um, I like I like older music, and um. Oh, he's definitely, definitely someone I'd love to work with. But in Australia, bro, <clears throat> there's so many like crazy, crazy artists out here. I think like one in particular, bro. I see him all the time though. But his music is nuts, and the hustle, I love it. But Oliver Cronin, bro. I reckon he's so fire, bro. I love what he does. He, I see him out here killing it. So yeah, no, definitely. Once I, once I build up my, uh. Like build up myself, dude. I'd love to fucking collab with uh, Oliver Cronin, honestly. Bro, that's good. Or like, who? Okay, I'm gonna try and get this on social media. So, for social media, who is the biggest artist that follows you or knows of you? Bro, I don't think anyone knows who I am, honestly. Really. <laughs> My biggest claim to fame is Wayne Zimato. <laughs> oh god. No, honestly, I like I don't really have I don't think I have uh too many people that are like um well I, I honestly I haven't really checked if like either. But um yeah, I'm not too sure. Yeah, well Wine Zimato hasn't seen my message, so it's all right. It's I have right. to I have to I have to get him out uh get him out here. Uh, well, I'm gonna give you um the well. Uh, I've actually got a couple artists that have links to bigger artists, but um, there's an artist called LT. He's an artist from the UK. He's had a song with Troy Lane, so that's a big flex in itself. Jesus, I've got T Bish following me. Another Australian artist. You may have oh, heard yeah. of him. Yeah, mm. you know he's coming on the pod sometime. Hell yeah. <laughs> We got Villain coming on as well. Do you know of these artists? I don't know who Villain is. Oh, okay. Well, he's very unreliable, according to Ben Jones. <laughs> he's oh, really? Like, yeah, he's like, him with time management is, him and time management just don't click at all. So if you're ever going to organize something, make sure you bring <laughs> it or something to really, like, make sure he's there. Oh, time is everyone's worst enemy right there. <laughs> but the biggest I'm going to say the biggest artist that I've got following me is Lunch Money Lewis Lunch Money Lewis who is that you I feel like I'm so like behind in the culture bro I'm... sorry Lunch Money Lewis he has had a song with Florida Pitbull Greenlight he also <laughs> yeah. created a song Bills like I Got Bills I gotta pay mm. some more work, work, work. Anyway, yeah, he follows me. So that's the biggest person I've been following me. So Jesus, out here flexing on me, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> well, you're gonna you're gonna make it. Like, don't get me wrong. You're gonna have connections. You're probably gonna have way bigger connections than me in the future. Oh, I mean, no, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's all love everywhere. So, yeah, no, I, I hope to, I hope to play, do something crazy in the, uh, 
in the space, I must say. I mean, it looks like you're doing something so crazy, man. You'll be getting out there, doing your thing. I'll see it. Oh, appreciate it. Have you seen any of my episodes or listened to any of my episodes prior to this? No, I actually checked out your Instagram, but not, not, I haven't, I will check them out though. I will check them out. Usually I'm really good at like, uh, if like I, I like stop talking to someone or whatever, like I'll get to know a little bit of uh, something about them. That's how like I literally like pretty much like go out and like do my thing. doesn't matter like who you are. I like to go in with something, at least one thing that I know about the person because I'm a very extroverted person as well. So like going into a conversation, bro, if I know one thing about you, I've heard one thing about you, not like negative shit or anything. I'll just be like, oh yeah, like I heard this conversation starts flowing that's how i tend to like um go about my conversations usually but i'm lacking right now man i'm lacking (laughs) (laughs) i should be asking you questions (laughs) all right let's switch the roles come on (laughs) oh oh god you're putting me on the spot you're putting me on the spot all right all right hot dogs or burgers hot dogs oh man you're a glizzy man yep Duh. Don't oh, make God. that. Oh, that's stuff. the thumbnail Don't right there. <laughs> we were trying to, I know we were trying to do that. Don't ever. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Dude, I hated that little, like, period of, like, the glizzies. Yeah. I actually saw one time, it was like a, it's called a glizzy blocker. And it was this, like, it was like a, like a cardboard, like, thing. And then you hold the glizzy, but no one can see it. So you can eat the glizzy. Oh, nah, love. <laughs> Bro, it's unreal, unreal. That dude, that period of the internet was nuts. Oh, <laughs> I knew as soon as you asked that, what do you prefer, <laughs> hot dog or the hamburger? And I said, yeah, I'll you like, yeah, the glizzy, yeah. Like, yeah, no, we ain't going there. <laughs> we ain't going there, man. Oh, bro, I swear my humor is so broken because of the uh, the internet. I'm not too sure if you like um, not too much about, but we got like really heavily in uh to uh like meme marketing which is how like we like pretty much all started and that's how like Satan came up and whatnot and um but uh oh with like literally my whole feed is just memes and it's my humor is so broken so broken normal jokes now are not no longer funny to me i'm just like oh, yeah all right and i see like a, a stupid ass meme of like a trash can or something i'm gonna be like yo nice Oh God! <laughs> I know, dude. I'm I'm a pathetic human being. It's, dude, my existence is rough. <laughs> oh God, that's all right. It's not good. It's all right. It's you, not good. You can you can improve on it. Let's let you can improve on anything if you put your mind to it. I'm pretty sure if you really wanted to change your humor or change the way that you were like well, seeing, yeah. scrolling and stuff, you probably could. <laughs> there's like two sides of myself that i keep i like to keep one very suppressed right <laughs> so you got so you got your uh meme joke side and then you've got your music side where you just perform on stage and you you just did aren't you <laughs> uh, yeah bro yeah there's, there's yeah there's two sides there's, there's the the musical side and uh yeah but i still i still like to have fun with both still like to have fun with both no, that's right. But, um, that's, that's bro. You know your bro. If you're finding meme jokes funny, there's something got to change there. Just that. 
it's uh dude it's it's rough especially in my house man the the humor is just whack as hell just yeah it's bad or this, you're, you show you show someone that you know like oh i threw this funny name and then they don't think it's funny at all like it's just a fun and you're like oh my god this is the shit right here this is the funniest thing i've seen in years well my bet my best friend mitch but he has to deal with it all the time so i just rinse his like dms with buddy just terrible terrible memes and it, i think it, i think he's just gone to the point now he's like ah yeah He's got he's got a, a stock standard reply to me that is just all the same now. <laughs> That's what you get for being friends with me, man. You get a you get terrible memes, but uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a good vibe. I'm a good vibe. Oh, I can say that. I can say that. <laughs> oh my god! But are you, um, also, are you also a crazy man with the with the booze, the alcohol? Or are you just off that? No, nah, bro. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I like a. I, I must say, I used to like used to love. love I mean, I love the scent. Everyone loves it. I mean, fuck it, we're Australian, bro. We're literally we're big senders over here. It's it's our culture. But, uh, it's within our culture to just go hard or go home. Dude, the shower beers are unreal. Shower beers are unreal. But no, I'm pretty. I'm pretty good with the uh, the sauce. You know, what I mean, I'm the. It gets very distracting, so I don't. I don't like to. I used to like go on stage because I used to get like stage fright and whatnot. Or like get like hella nervous. To like a, the point that like I would like choke up, especially on stage. But um, oh, dude, I was. I remember I still have like videos of this one show I did in Sydney, and um, bro, I was violently drunk, and it was. I would never ever do that again. Yeah, I got full sober now. Full sober. I have maybe like one one drink before I go on stage, but never, never go on like sourced up anymore. What about yourself? You you like the send? Nah. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I can handle oh, alcohol pretty well. Clean. I can handle alcohol pretty well. So, like, I oh, know if you give me drinks, I'll get, I'll get them down, and then I'll feel fine. Like, I went through. Um, anyone else outside of out of shot of Australia won't know what this is, but you know the Big Bash. Mm, yeah. So before that, one of the games, Melbourne Stars versus Renegades. I um I went through six glasses of scotch, and uh, I was fine. Whereas my mates went about went through about two beers and they were gone. I'm like, really? This is this is what we're doing. <laughs> you and your cricket man? No, I just went there because the boys were there. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> Dude, I need to experience the cricket one time. My, a lot of my friends are into it, but um, my brother played when he was younger, bro, and I would just fall asleep just on the side, which is so un-Australian to me. But yeah, I just I can't do it. Bro, I'm probably the only Aussie that, or one of the, there's probably thousands and millions of Aussies who think this, but I think, like, the test is boring. I, I That's boring to me. What's but, the difference between, like, the normal one and that? I don't even know. Like, I'm pretty sure the normal one's still as long as the test, but that's mm. why the Big Bash is so exciting. So you can go there, I don't know, a little bit tipsy before the game, and you can have a great time there. Whereas, like, if you go to the test, you're literally just drowning your sorrows there. You're just like, oh, my God, yes, six, let's go. We've got a four. <laughs> We're sitting there in the hot sun, getting sunburned. <laughs> oh, God. Have you ever been to – so you said you're, like, a Melbourne local, right? Yeah. You been to Melbourne Cup yet? No. Oh, dear. I, I really want to go. I really want to go. I reckon that'd be nuts. I'd prefer that over cricket any day. 
you're not wrong. Actually, I probably shouldn't be saying that because it's like animal kind of animal cruelty or whatever. Maybe 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 we'll cut that out. <laughs> we'll cut that part out. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Why do you like the Melbourne Cup? Bro, I just I, I I've always wanted to experience it. I if I I like I like experiencing like big events like that because I come from Canberra, bro, and we don't have anything like that. We have what do we have in Canberra? I mean, it was a big. I mean, it was a big thing with that that Pokemon Go. That was probably like the biggest crowd I've ever seen. Seen of like people, <laughs> and that's it. Camera uh, doesn't I, get anything. Bro, camera's dead. I went there once. I'm never going back again. I went there for like um, summer runner. I went there for nationals once, and besides yeah. you running it like a track, there was nothing to do there. It was just trees. You had the AIS, and that's about it. Yeah. I mean, you got moose heads there. You got moose heads. How old are you? I'm 19. Oh, 19. Oh, bro, you got plenty of time to go. To... Have you been to moose heads? Did you... Were you 18 when you were there? No. I went to Canberra when I was about 11, 12, I think. I could have been younger. Oh, but... okay. But it was boring yeah, even okay. then. So if I found it boring as a kid, I'm pretty sure I'm going to find it boring as an adult. <laughs> Oh, dude, yeah. No, I mean, you could you could do all the sightseeing in one singular day in Canberra. Really? Oh, dude, it's nuts. You, I mean, you got like, um, unless you go off like the beaten track type vibe. There's a uh, well, supposed like haunted uh, like track. I can't remember what it's called. It's the uh, Air Memorial Disaster. Right. And um, you always got to do it at night. That you just like walk through this like weird ass forest, and it's like classic like horror movie. They're like straight trees. <laughs> In like perfect like rows, dude, it's nuts. But um, imagine doing that. You can go high. Through... Imagine doing that high. Do you know how fucks that would be? Dude, I would freak. I would freak out. I would freak out. Are you a, <laughs> are you a man that are you a man that gets high, or are you just off that? Oh fuck no, bro! It makes me like I I've done it like a couple of times now, but it made me so anxious. I mean, I've got no hate on people who do it. I mean, it looks real fun. I wish I wish I could enjoy it, but um. No, I like it, dude. I'm not good, bro. I'm like wide eyed, like looking at my friend, like, yo. <laughs> no, what about yourself? Nah, never done any drugs, mate. I'm clean. No, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's a good way to be. Good way to be. I think, yeah, I've, you definitely see like a lot of uh, lot of people like wasting their time doing it. But again, no hate on people who do it. Yeah. But, uh, and especially it's legal in Canberra as well. Yeah. Which is like nuts. It's not legal in Melbourne, like Queensland. No. no, no, that is very true. I, mean, I wonder if, um, I wonder if like Melbourne will catch up with the kind of like things that like Canberra's like getting up to because they're like super like ahead of the like, curb right now with like something. Probably not. Probably not anything. I don't know too much about politics, so this is not where it's going, bro. Uh, so do not, <laughs> do not ask me. Do not ask me about politics, bro. I don't but, follow um, politics at all. <laughs> yeah, Canberra, Canberra just like busts it down. Oh God, like they believe they seem to be doing a lot of shit right. But there's uh, yeah, one thing I don't like about Canberra, especially like music, is that um, like there is like so many fucking talented people there, but there's no like community like there is here. Like Melbourne's nuts, bro. Um, well, it was like uh, put it this way, I really got to know. Australian artists pretty much from November last year to now. Because like like I've talked to you before. Um 
I know a lot of UK artists and yeah. I know a few US artists, but I didn't really know any Australian artists. I knew of like the likes of Ben Jones, Jay Verse, and T Bish. But besides that, I didn't really know much about the Australian like underground, like up and coming sort of area. Mm. And then like I found it. And then I've just, I don't know, you guys, are, like the up and coming in Australia, are just so sick. Like some of the songs they make, it's similar, so like similar to an extent in the UK, like the underground, except yeah. UK, when you're an up and coming artist, you have the likes of Jerry M. Daly videoing like music videos to get them out to the rest of the world. Australia doesn't have that. Yeah. What is it? Yeah, it's so weird because everyone has to like kind of like leave Australia, but it's looking like, um, you soon like won't have to like, especially with the like the massive collaboration, especially like Mason Dane recently with T Pain and whatnot. Like it, uh, it does look like the eyes are coming to Australia now, which is kind of good. I mean, you don't really know much about Australian artists unless you talk about like the Kid Leroy, who, of course, is doing really well. But he wouldn't be in the position he's in without the likes of having Juice Well bring him out on stage on his tour in Melbourne. Yeah. But, like, that was, like, a good opportunity for him, even though he was sadly on the plane when he that whole situation went down. But he still yeah. is thankful for that opportunity. And, he like, he showed love even when he was coming out in the music. But, like, he made – he did songs with, like, other artists in Australia. But you don't really hear about yeah. that until you really look, like, in depth into the music he's made with Australian artists. Yeah, I remember hearing about like Kid Leroy the when uh, he first like broke that floor or something in the, um, I don't know where it was. I one of my friends, so my DJ uh, Wayne Dargan, <clears throat> when he first like started coming out, I like I'm not gonna lie, I was not across him whatsoever until he blew up. But um, what do you call? It? Yeah, he he like sent me like this track about like of him like ages ago. I'm like, oh, he's, this is alright, this is alright, like whatever. Kind of thought nothing of it. But um, when I heard about that, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And then I saw him on uh, Adam 22, yeah, which is nuts. But, yeah, I see, I see him, uh, like, shouting out all the, like, Australian people, mm. um, like, 1-4 and, like, Sahil and whatnot. Okay, 1-4 get themselves in a lot of trouble, though. That's the issue they currently have. Because, like, they um, – I'm not going to speak much about them, but they, they do well in the music. Like, a lot of UK artists, rappers, big artists know who they are because of the mm. shit they rap about and sing, which is very similar to the likes of a lot of other rappers and UK artists. That's why UK people like him. But, yeah, they get themselves in trouble so much. I don't even think it's their fault. I think it's because of the how much weight that name actually holds. And if something goes wrong in, like, Sydney or something, they just put it straight on them in a certain area. So. It is a bit of a shame that they blame... Um... What do you call it? Yeah, like a so harsh. No, I actually saw one four play in Canberra actually, but um, I think they they were only allowed to do like four songs, which was like nuts. Which was a bit of a shame, but yeah, no one four. I do, yeah. I feel, I feel very like, I mean, I, yeah, I feel, I feel bad for them not being able to play because they are very like talented and they're killing it. But uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that situation can kind of change for them because they are like nuts. And what they are doing for Canberra as well, oh, not Canberra, Australia as well, is, like, insane. Because they're drawing those, like, like ladders yeah. to, like, different continents, which Australia desperately needs, especially if they, like, need a, um, like, we want, like, a big scene here. 
but um, there's so many other people doing it as well. But one four especially, I definitely one. I would say, in my personal opinion, one of the pioneers for it. Definitely killing yeah. it. I'd agree with that. Because like I mentioned, you mentioned one four, but Kid Leroy actually hopped on a song with them. Mm, yeah, yeah. Must... They 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 went on his tour, didn't they? They opened for him in Australia. They opened his tour. I think they, they did. They were kind of yeah. They're on there. And the Wiggles, and the Wiggles, that was fire. Was it the original Wiggles, or was it like the newer Wiggles? Because like, there's been I a feel few... like it was the like OG Wiggles. Yeah, the OG Wiggles were good because there's so many. They've just kept the Wiggles for so long, and then so many other people have come through, and it's just I don't know. It's just not the same as what it was. Oh, bro, what I would do to see like Hot Potato or something live? Oh god, that would be so lit, so lit. The mosh pits would go nuts. Yeah, well, like. There's so many, like, opportunities Australia's got. And having platforms like this podcast, having a platform where artists can actually come up, like I mentioned Jerem Daly, where's the Australian, like, videography in that sort of area for music? Like, mm. I feel like I'm going to shout this um, film uh, guy in Australia. You may have heard of him, but Elijah Films, he's a great videographer. His video, he's done a few music videos for a bunch of Australian artists, but... I reckon we, Australia, if we're going to try and make it or compete with UK with up, like bringing up and coming artists to the rest of the world, we need to do something like that because obviously the so, music industry is so hard to make it nowadays and a lot of people don't know much about Australia. They know the here and their artists, but they don't really know any other Australian artists besides them. They're like, oh, well, Australia's only got like Kid Room 1 for. Where's, what's the rest of them? Like, Jerem yeah. Daly, like, so many up-and-coming artists have blown up to, like, the rest of the world because of that video that Jerem Daly's done. And they keep promoting it, like, check this video, like, we just dropped with this guy. And then within a day, he could go from, I don't know, say 2,000 followers to about 12K like that. And that's a great mm. right there. He's literally now can make, I don't know, close, like, an amazing hit, and he can get connections to other artists because of that one song that he got promoted a lot on GRM Daily. That's what I think. Yeah. I personally think we should be doing something like that to really compete with the UK, especially. Yeah, I mean, the UK art is, is killing it. Is killing it. I think it's, a, yeah, the the difference in, like, uh, videography is, like, nuts. But there are some, like, really great uh, videographers here. Like, as we're talking about, like, Moonboy killing that shit. He's mm. going crazy. Um who was there's another one that I came across. Uh, I, I don't, I have no idea how to pronounce it, but it's like U, UFO or something. They're nuts. They make like kind of, um, it's like similar, like similar Cole Bennett ish, like OG Cole, Cole Bennett type vibes. And uh, well, that's what I got from it, anyways. They look nuts. Uh, Lightline, the yeah, I like, I reckon there's like the talent's coming up, talent's coming up. We just don't have the uh, the spotlight just yet. But um, I think it's definitely coming. I think it's definitely coming, like, yeah, well on its way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I do agree with you. There's no, like, major, like, platforms. But, um, yeah, like, there is a, there is and there isn't. Yeah. Well, I feel like, I don't know, obviously Australia has, like, there's so many, like, or there's a cater, which is, like, the podcast music one-stop spot. If they, like, obviously, don't get me wrong, I'm not showing any hate or anything towards them. I'm just saying they've got the connections they've got. They should be trying to do something with that rather than just doing, like, interviews. 
That's what I think mm. personally, because they recruit so many different interviewers to help like bring up cater. And it's like they're competing with some of the biggest, well, in my opinion, some of the biggest radio stations with music because of what they're doing. Yeah. What what is catered like actually do? I've like only been like just recently like kind of Well, I I don't know much about them. I just know of the name. I know of like yeah, okay. why is that artist, but that's about it. Besides that, I don't really know much about Cater. I just know they're like the one stop one spot stop for like artists. Mm. It's yeah, because okay. yeah, they they come up with like yeah, sorry. huge, like very quick. Yeah, Cater's like channel. Mm. Well, like they've got, they've got a few like big people on. They've had a few, actually, a lot of big people like come on their show. Like, they've got twenty eight thousand right followers. Australia's home of mm. hip hop and R and B, and they've also that you can hear their stuff on iHeartRadio. They interview. They've interviewed like massive artists, like some of the biggest artists in the world, but they're not really doing anything else with that. Oh no! But I, I just feel like they should be trying to push that sort of thing because yeah, they get they get here and there the big artists to come on. And they talk. They just ask, have fun games with them. But like they're doing stuff that's already been seen. It's just seen in a different like country. Yeah, but, I mean it's kind of good that they're like actually like um starting it though. I guess the, the I mean Triple J is always going to be have that kind of like there. um thing, which is nuts. But um, yeah, no, I I gotta look more into Cater because I haven't been seeing them everywhere. I'm a big fan of uh, AU Dollars though. Oh, AU yeah. Dollars is really good. They I think run by like Matt Matthew. Matt. I think, okay. I think that's who runs it with another dude, Junior, I think. But either way, big fan of AU Dollars. AU Dollars so far. They do really well. I reckon their like, support in um within like the music community is nuts. And I imagine like caterers as well. Yeah. Australia's hip hop con- connects since 2016. They're similar yeah, to they, they seem to be. Yeah, they seem to kill it. Killer. I love I love reading all their boy, their posts. They, they seem very similar that. to Cater. Like their whole like where they do it and stuff. It's very similar. Mm. Very, very similar to Cater. But who knows? Who knows what could happen in the future with Cater and AU dollars because that could that could happen. Anything can happen as long as you have the support to back that up. But I don't know. I feel like like I said to you, I feel like if Australia needs to really compete, like, don't get me wrong, we're really, we're getting some attention now from other countries. Mm. It's more like pushing it out to really draw more people over. Because, like, you can you can promote it as much as you want, but if you're not getting the listeners and you're not getting the people to transfer over to actually listen to the music or even connect with, I don't know, the person you've interviewed or you've had them come on the show, is not really you're not really getting any benefit from that, mm. and like yeah, oh no, that's just my opinion though. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. No, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know about all that, but yeah, no, I, I, I like what they're doing. I think that they show like a lot of love with the uh, the 
not just like established kind of artists either. It's like the they do pick up on like the super talented because you do you got like hundreds of thousands of followers on one person, and you mm. got a person with a hundred followers and they're fire, they're mm. fire. And I think that AU dollars especially. I don't know about any of the other stations or like the platforms or whatever, but I think personally, like whatever when I see like AU dollars, I like, putting people on. I'm like, yeah, that's that's fire, that's fire. AU dollars, come on, man, shout me out, bro, shout me out. <laughs> <laughs> but no in all seriousness like I, I reckon yeah i think they do so much for the community i I think that it's like mad but that's a brings it back to like the community again the especially in like melbourne it's nuts yeah it's nuts like everyone is like you'll see the same people at the shows you'll see the same people like coming up to you and be like dapping you up want to have a chat and um there's like no egos which i yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like I had no idea coming into Melbourne what it was going to be like. I didn't think that it would be egos or anything. But, um, oh, dude, everyone's, like, great here. Nuts. Yeah. It's different. It's different to any other state, which I feel is, like, great. Because you don't, you don't want every state to be the exact same. And, like, yeah. I've heard a few people say this, but they reckon Melbourne, you know, you've got, like, Las Vegas and stuff like that, LA. That's what Melbourne is for, like, Australia. Fair enough. I have not heard that before, but then fair enough. That's mad. Do you do you reckon that's a good like comment on uh the whole like city of Melbourne? I mean, I've never been to Los Angeles, nor have I seen it, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't know too much uh, too much about that with that drawing that comparison. But I think Melbourne, like the fashion's sick. I mean, like I'm the least like fashionable person ever, but um, like yeah, I reckon it's just everything about this place is like sick. So like lively, and so people are out on Tuesdays, like, yeah. what the hell, which is nuts. And um, wait, it's like it's like the creative capital, of, well, like capital of Australia, right? Yeah, the, the, yeah, which is nuts. I mean, it shows, like, absolutely shows. It's so no, sick. No. Melbourne leaves. Melbourne leaves its mark. Do you do you, oh, yeah. do you live in the city, like the be like the center of the city, or are you more out? I'm in the suburbs. I'm yeah. in the suburbs, but um, so, there is no way I could afford by living in a city. No way. <laughs> what about you? You you around the you around the burbs or? I'm out in the I'm out in the suburbs, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's nice and quiet out here. Yeah, nice compared quiet. to the city. No, I'm good. I'm not. I'm not. I'm never gonna. You're never gonna see me live in the city, man. I I'm I'm genuinely curious what it'd be like. Like, what what is the like main main city of Melbourne? Like what? What if? Because England, like, reason I asked because Canberra, like, you got a city, but like everything is in like this one block radius, like it's tiny. Whereas you go to Melbourne, and it's like, oh, I'm in the city, but it's not the city, and you're like, wait, yeah. what? The biggest spots would probably be like near the MCG, like that's where that you will see the most activity in the city at night, like anywhere. Yeah. Near. Okay. Oh. Right. Well, fair enough. Do the rooftop bars here as well are lit? Mm. Oh, have you been there? Have you been to the rooftop bars and the clubbing and from over that? I've been to a couple. I, I'm I'm not not too big of a fan of clubbing, but um, yeah, no, I've been to the bars. It's been great. Different. But eh? drinks here are so expensive, bro. What the hell? Like, what is that about? Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, that's nuts. They say Canberra's the most expensive place to live, but nah, Melbourne, Melbourne prices of like coffee as well, like seven bucks, unreal. 
Unreal. The, the, these are my only complaints of Melbourne so far, is the, the price of the coffee. Because I don't know about you, but I rinse coffee all day. And um, yeah, the drink prices are nuts. Yeah. The petrol prices were bad as well at one stage in Melbourne. Like, they were almost like $2, oh, wow. which was bad. Oh, bro, that's nothing. Canberra is like $2.30, bro. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah lo- coming here is refreshing. <laughs> well, I mean, going up that, you'd be like, oh, fuck yeah, this is. Dude, me I an see extra a dollar nine. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. That's an extra couple of chippies, man, that I can buy and buy a week. <laughs> oh, unreal. Unreal. Well, have you had any brand deals with your music? Obviously, Triple J, you've had that. But have you had any clothing brands or anything reach out saying we want you to help promote this or like? No, nah, right. I I mean I get those those really like those bot things, but no, nah, no, nah, I haven't. Uh, I don't think I'm quite there yet for people to take interest. But we're coming out here. We're coming out here. Follow Wayne Follow the universe, man. We 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 coming out. Bro, we coming out. What about the cover? You need to have the support. You need to have the connections. I'm afraid that's the way life is nowadays. Because, like, it's it bad. It's bad the way it is. Because, like, I've spoken to a few artists and, like, I hate how the world is now. Like, you have to have connections. You have to have connections to this person. Otherwise, you're not going to make anything. I thought mm. making music and creating podcasts was to actually have fun. There was nothing that you had. There was no expectations of what you could do or what you couldn't do. But nowadays, it's all about who you know, and which sucks. Like, I hate it. I hate that you have to know people to actually do something with it. Like, but. I know. Do you believe that's true? I I mean, like for me personally, I like the. I think what like differentiates like an, an like an artist has been put on, and like a person who's like come up on their own is that I think like the people who come up on their own like you can, I think you can tell between someone who really really enjoys what they do and someone who just kind of does it because they've been put in a fortunate position. Yeah, and I mean like. Oh I mean, yeah, I, for me personally, I can never hate on someone for being put in a position like you. I mean, at the end of the day, you can't hate uh, like for knowing people. Yeah. But um, yeah, I definitely do think there's like uh, you can see who enjoys it more and who does it because they genuinely do enjoy it. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, connections come, man. Connections come and go, and like that's how you get like music's music. Music's like a game, like you. You get like a hundred, hundred monthlies, and then you work with people who have a hundred monthlies, and then you get two hundred monthlies, mm-hmm. and then you can build up like that. And then once you got ten thousand monthlies, you can work with those people, and that's how you just build up. Like it's just a game, bro. Well, and, bro, um, you've got like thirty thousand monthly listeners on Spotify, so you're doing pretty well. Yeah, I try. I try. I mean, like it's, yeah. The I think that my biggest thing with my music personally was that Australia didn't want to listen, which was a bit of a shame. Like, I mean, like, to be fair, I, I make music that's very kind of, like, isn't isn't going to be, like, we, we live in such, like, a rap-orientated yeah. industry kind of, like, right now. Like, that's that's the time of it. And um, someone who's making music like I do is, uh, it's, I, I know it's not going to be mass appeal, but I enjoy it, man. Like, like those are the type of, uh, that's the type of music that I want to make. And um, I'm so grateful that I even have, like, one listener, if I'm totally honest. But, um... Yeah, to see it, to see it at like thirty thousand man is an unreal thing for me. But uh, yeah, no, that's that's why like me marketing. What I was saying before, 
really kind of helped because America wanted to listen, you know what I mean? So when when Australia didn't, America did. And then I got like, a, uh, got like I think my second second most view, like uh, biggest listeners is the UK, which is unreal. And um, yeah, Australia is slowly coming up. Triple J really like helped me out with that. So I think that are like third, Australia's third. But um, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it's nuts though. It's nuts. Just the fact that I even have any listeners at all, bro, it's unreal. It just, you just I get have... to sit here and talk to you as well, man. It's, like, it's a good time. It's a good time. Bro, bro, and like I said to you before, like I had to get you on. You're an up-and-coming artist, man. Like I said to you, I'm trying to get Australian artists to the rest of the world. Let's get it. Let's all get it, it takes is time. And however long that takes, and if you, like I, I'd say this all the time, but it's all good in having the connections. But if you, uh, I said, I've heard so many people ask me this, but are you actually making any money? Do you, like, there's no point even doing it if you don't make money. I'm like, well, what's the point of you having a job? Like, mm. obviously people do it to get money. But if you don't, if you have a dream and you, it doesn't matter if you make money, you enjoy doing it. You enjoy doing what you, what that, whatever that job is or whatever your dream is. You don't stop yeah. because, oh, I'm not getting any money. It doesn't work like that. I think that, yeah, you can, the music, I feel like, can be very, like, there is, I think, a biggest, a very big downfall. And, like, I think that every artist, would agree with like i feel like everyone would like agree with this they everyone like, kind of starts and say like, i'm there i'm gonna drop a song but i'm gonna wake up and it's gonna be like 10 million streams and i'm gonna have like millions of dollars and whatnot but um and like a lot of people especially outside people think that streams are going to be the source of uh like musicians income and whatnot which i think it's cabral because you got you got sync deals which you don't need any monthlies for it, bro you need to get on like things like taxi or whatever or disco and write songs specifically for it. So for me personally, my idea go. I don't really care about like the fame and shit, bro. I want to make um. For me personally, I love like coming of age movies and like romance movies, and which is hence why I make the music that I do. Yeah. And um, bro, I want to I want to see my shit in like like A movie. those type of things. Yeah, movie, bro. Like it's bro. Netflix like, series. I don't even care if it's like, you, you like Netflix series or you get a small this, series. You get, I don't you get care. this notification where it said Netflix have now used this your song in this movie or show, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna watch the show just so I can have a look at what they're putting my music in. And you're like, oh my god, this is the shit. Like, I can. Mm. It would be so cool to actually hear your music in a movie or like a series because. That's every artist's dream to have like their song that literally lives on forever, as well as the song itself in a movie. Facts, bro. Facts. I mean, like it's the, the best way to like beat the like algorithm all together as well. If you get into a movie, you get exposure through the movie for one, or the TV series, or like the short short film, or whatever, whatever it is. But that will convert over to streams, and then oh, although does. you get paid, me, it like, does. Like if your song yeah. gets um is put like in the perfect scene people will then look up that song and like this song reminds me of that scene because it was in it and you're like that your plays could go i'm just saying your plays could go from like a thousand on that song to like over a million because of how wide reach the actual movie gets like it's not if say it's on netflix bro everyone around the world uses netflix Mm. So, like, you get an exposure to listeners that then, once they hear that song, they then 
follow you, check her out on Instagram, check her out on Spotify and Apple and everything, YouTube. And then you then release a music video to it and then you could take clips from that movie and then put it over like your music, like your song, which then puts more exposure on yourself because you're like, oh, I remember hearing that song. And then you're like, oh, maybe I should go and watch the movie because you like the song. Mm. It's a very smart... Like a, that's, that's, how, um, that's how Dean Lewis has a career as well. Mm. Like, I mean, he had a career before it anyways, but he blew up because... I would think deal, you know what I mean? And like, people probably hadn't really heard of him until now. Everyone knows who Dan Lewis is. Yeah. That's what I mean, bro. It's uh, it's the short short sidedness is like the biggest killer of artists, which is such a shame. That's right. I feel yeah. like, like I said to you, I feel like a lot of people go into this game or podcasting, music, any area, just trying to get a quick pay payday. Doesn't work like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's, it's a shame that it doesn't work like that, man. <laughs> pretty sure everyone wished it. I'm pretty sure everyone wished that, like, that would work like that, but it doesn't. It takes time. Oh, yeah. And again, it links back to connections because if you have the connections, they promote it and you have friends and family that actually promote it as well as, like, supporters, you then get, you expand like that, like, completely. You go mm-hmm. places once you get your shit shared on like other people's socials because then they have friends that list, like follow their shit and then they see you posting this or say I post you. My followers will then see you and they're like, oh, let's check him out. And then they'll end up checking you out on Spotify, you know, and they're like, oh, this music is pretty good. Let's let's go through all these songs. And then obviously after that, you get them added to your playlist, like you get songs added to other people's playlists and then post it and promote it and share it because they love your shit. And bro, yeah. you're, you're smart with what you're doing with creating like something. You're trying to target like movies more so with the type of music you make, which is very good because you, a producer or someone that's involved in music could come across yeah. it and they're like, you know what? This song will match this scene. He might not be a big artist yet, but that song matches the scene I'm trying to film. So then when I finally film yeah. the scene, I'm then going to put that song in that scene because it would just make the feelings stronger and like more like it could be more emotional. And it's like there's so many different things you could take out. What also matches kind of like my goal with like, like again, as I was saying, <clears throat> I don't like care for like the, the fame and all that stuff. I don't really, I genuinely do not care about that. Like my music's all about like the moment like mm. moments and that's how like the i make music for a very specific type of moment that i want to kind of like depict and yeah. um yeah if i can get it in something like that bro it'd be nuts people people um, make australians sound like we're so stupid in films and interviews they're like oh well this is what this is how australians speak and they put some weird accent and we we hear it and we're like that's not how we sound and then other people think we sound like that, and we're like, "Oh God!" Oh yeah, no, it's uh, hearing Australian accents in movies is like, just yeah, it's it's just like it's it's almost like a culture shock. But literally living in the place that it is like, yeah, it's nuts. But yeah. I think yeah, I, I could I can I can, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's just very different listening to Australian accents in movies. 
Well, especially if you have like someone's like an Aussie speaking in their Australian accent versus someone else in the cast who speaks in an American accent, mm-hmm. you'll pick up on it straight away. Like, why does why does that person sound like that? Like, and then you look them up and you're like, oh, they're Australians. So they're, obviously trying to, they're obviously speaking Australian. You're like, and you you really look and you're like, do we really sound like that? <laughs> like, I sound I don't sound anything like some people that think Aussies sound like, but maybe we do. I must say, I love how uh, uh, the um the Americans overly do the um the Australian like accent. It's I love it so much. It's so funny, so funny. If I ever meet someone overseas and anyone anyone asks me if they, we ride kangaroos to school, I would definitely say yes. I would definitely say yes. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people won't come over to Australia because if they think Australia is dangerous with snakes, crocodiles, kangaroos. And the drop bears. The drop bears. Can't forget the drop bears. <laughs> the drop bears, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But no, like, they're like, nah, we're not going to Australia because you guys have these animals. You have these animals like everywhere. And it's nah. And like, I ain't going to have a bloody tarantula like crawling up on me while I'm sleeping. I'm good. Oh, God. I, to be fair, I hate spiders. Spiders can just be anywhere but where I am. I hate snakes. I fucking hate snakes. Weirdly enough, I actually don't mind snakes. Like, I'll never own one as a pet, but like. <laughs> I don't mind him. I don't mind him. <laughs> oh, imagine if you had a pet snake and you left the bloody lid on top and then the cut it just got out and then you find out like, oh shit, where the fuck is it? And it ends up just yeah, biting you. It would be fucking horrendous. That's my worst nightmare. I was actually in Vietnam and uh, I went over to like an island and they had two uh, anacondas, I think it was. Oh, and no. they were. They were like one of them, so they were there was like a um obviously like the two a person and they were like oh by the way if you see a snake like on the loose just let us know and it's like well, why would you hit us with that as soon as we get off this like we literally got off this ferry thing onto this island and um that yeah, just let us you know not want to even visit them like yeah you know if, no. if you see a snake just let us know we'll deal with it you're like nah <laughs> nah I'm good. <laughs> Oh, bro, they they do it different over there. Vietnam is one of the craziest and like nicest like places you'll ever go to, though. If you ever get a chance to try elephant fish, they like where I had it. They like cut it in half and they just pike it. They stick it on like a pike, and like oh. half of the fish is like intact and the other side is like not. And it's like cooked. It was insane, insane. I've never seen anything like it. It was unreal. Not even the Aussie culture could do that. <laughs> Not even Aussie culture can do that. No, yeah, not even close. Not even close. Oh my god, crazy, crazy. Oh, bro, I see you've got the jury. Why don't you have the earrings yet, mate? The what? The earrings. Oh, bro, I used to have like spaces in my nun. I no, no, that was a, that was a dark time in my life, man. No, I like I don't suit like uh earrings at all i really like like weird like weird like like small earlobes so i decided just can't do it i I can't do it you rock with jewelry i mean i've got the earrings i've got the chain you know 
I did have a ring until I snapped it, but it's all right. Snap your ring. Yeah, it split in half, which wasn't great. Jesus. Yeah. Dude, rough, rough. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I'm happy the some of the sponsors I've had, they've sent me free jewelry and I haven't broken any of that yet. So thank you, oh, That's good. That's good. Shout out the sponsors, man. Shout out the sponsors. Bro, they're good. They help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to send me over some rings, man. It's all good. <laughs> Bro, I haven't, I haven't been sent any rings yet. I've been sent some chains, though, and some... <laughs> I've been sent a watch. I've been sent clothing, you know. Hell yeah. And I'm currently, oh, I'm not really, it's more like a helping this brand, but I've just attached it to my podcast so I can help build them up. But the mm. brand's called Asphalt & Co. It's like a Sydney brand. And I know I like the old, like, money fashion sort of thing in which they create. Mm. And um, I remember seeing um, they had this very nice, like, button-up, and it reminded me of that film Elvis where – um, there was a scene where he was wearing it, like one of those tops. Mm. It wasn't their brand, but it was similar to that, one of the tops. And I know I was like, fuck, that That looks that looks nice. I'm going to try and get something like that because, like, I don't know. I know I'm just – I like that sort of fashion, but I don't know, yeah. which is weird because you'd expect for someone that, like, loves, like, interviews – like artists and stuff, you'd expect them to be involved with like, you know, your Nike techs and stuff like that. I don't really, I'm not a fan of it. The Nike techs I feel like it got overused. I've said this before, but I feel like the Nike techs, like they got popular and everyone just wanted to have them. And it's mm. just, I feel like, yeah, a lot of people, everyone just needed to have it. And it's just, I don't know, I feel like it just killed the whole vibe of having Nike techs because everyone just wore them. Yeah. Dude, they're so popular. So yeah. popular. It's unreal. Well, and they do look cool, though, I must say, but no, I definitely... You wouldn't catch me wearing one, man. I would not suit it at all. I would not suit it. <laughs> I would not I would look so bad in one. Uh, oh, that's all right. That's all right. Well, where do you reckon... Do you reckon Australia took that sort of drip from the UK? I wouldn't even know. I, I mean, like, I, I've heard, like... A, I mean, we kind of, like, stole their, like, puffer jackets, didn't we not? Yeah. I feel like we stole their whole sort of drip, and then when Central C blew up, and he wore them, all he wore was Nike Text, and he got ex- he got sent exclusive colorways. Everyone got involved with Nike Text, like, oh, I need to get this colorway, I need to get that, that, this, and this. Like, I, don't know. I feel like, mm. yeah. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people ended up wanting to get Nike Text, and it just killed that whole idea of, like, you can wear – Something like that will still look nice, but I don't know it doesn't look nice to me anymore because so many people wear it. Yeah, that's fair. I think they're like hella expensive as well. Yeah, they're like I feel like the jackets are like a hundred and ten bucks. That's just for half the piece. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, like you already kid it out, man. And then you've got the pants, which would probably be around the same price. So you're paying like two hundred something bucks for mm. a, a jacket that's not even warm. And some warm pants because the pants are warm. I've tried the pants on before, but the jacket's just not warm at all. It's one of those thin jackets. Well, that's what they feel yeah. like. But the thin, oh no, that that ain't gonna keep me warm. Yeah, that's fair. No, I, I like I like my sweaters, man. But they they keep me they keep me locked down. They keep me locked I wear down. Sweaters. I wear sweaters all the time. I'm wearing a sweater right now. Mm, dude, they're good. They're good. 
I'm wearing, wearing a filler sweater. What are you wearing? A limited edition sweater. I say that. Bro, Boohoo got me locked down, man. I love that place. I love that place. Oh, have you worked with Boo? Have you worked with them before? Oh, no. No, dude, I don't think I just cop shit off there, but... Come um, on. Come on. Come on, man. You yeah, dude, I, I, gotta, I gotta be asking them, man. Be like, yo, send me some free shit. But, um... No, I think they're great, man. I think they're great. But, um... I think it's like the... I think it's like today's, like, JJ's. Right. You know, like, the everyone, everyone's going through a wave of JJ's and they'll be, <laughs> like, 13, 14 and stuff. <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. But, uh, no, I think, I, you know, they're still good. They're still good. They make pretty decent stuff. I, I, yeah, I rock with Boohoo. Very right. good. You got to see show with them. Oh, bro, they do, they do not want this. Brian, as I said, I'm, like, the worst with fashion, man. You're gonna need like a a, a fashion god to like saw my shit out. So like you know um the sideman like JJ KSI, he's mm. dripped shit before he had a stylist. <laughs> it gives me hope, man. It gives me hope. <laughs> I mean, is that what you're trying to say? Like, in order for me to look somewhat good, I need a stylist. Is that like the way you're kind of rocking right now? Bro, if someone if someone was to step up and like fix this, but I would have no complaints. I have no complaints. <laughs> I'm pretty sure someone in your team would know someone or someone that knows someone that can style you up. Oh, bro! Everyone around me like dresses really nice as well. Yeah, I just say, I, I, yeah, I, just, I got, I got such like a little care factor for it. Like, I would like to care about it, but um, I'm just like, I, I terrible at like design terrible design i just piece like this and that together i'm like yeah this doesn't look terrible <laughs> oh away i go away i go oh so it's like sorry i have a question sorry if you were going to like i don't know the arias like the, you know the australian awards what mm. was what, what would be your drip for that i don't even know i i do like i do like my all white bits my 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 uh like performance outfit is like all white, so I definitely want to rock something like that. I like kind of like all like same color, yeah. For like particular outings like that, like especially like uh, the like shows and whatnot, because it just kind of like makes you kind of like stand out a little bit. But um, yeah, dude, I I would I would want to go something like maybe like all white or maybe even like all black. I don't even know, but um, yeah. I would just say, like, there's so many people out there that look so cool, like, with the, like, the, um, singlets and whatnot, and, like, the, the overshirt and whatnot. Dude, it looks dope as hell, but, dude, you won't catch me wearing that, man. I will not look good. <laughs> I will not look good. <laughs> oh, brutal. It's a sad life. It's a sad life, but that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. Your fashion will improve. Trust me, it takes time. Like, everyone yeah, goes well, to states in life where their fashion's not the greatest. Oh, your mind's been bad since day dot. The mind, my mind's been bad. <laughs> no hope for me. Oh, but that's all right, man. I, I embrace it. I embrace it. Gotta be good. Look, look, yeah, exactly. I gotta look a little bit goofy, man. It's like, it's okay. I'll, I, I accept it. So like you're the type of person that will wear like a uh, a uh, costume sort of thing if you, if you didn't really 
care about what oh, you look bro. like. Any dress up parties, man, I like I rock it, man. I yeah, I, I love that. Any anything that I can dress up and stuff like that, bro, I'm I'm fucking there. But I probably would like just casually as well. I'm not gonna lie. I have like very you, little embarrassment. You just put the exact same clothes on, you just go act like them, you'd try and create that whole sort of like, yeah, I'm the character from this show or I'm the character from this cartoon movie, like I'm the voice of him, like, and you just go into this full acting mode where like the whole night you're just acting like this one person and you're not really him. The worst part of that is I do do it as well. So, <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm too fine. I make, I make the party fun. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm nuts. Nuts. Bro. Anyways, man, want... I gotta play what's that? Yeah, sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh, I gotta bounce in a bit, but um what were you gonna say? I was gonna say uh, this is the final part of the episode. So you're fine, man. Oh no. <laughs> no. So obviously we we're talking about this before. So we are going to guess the Aussie slang. Let's see how well you can go. With Aussie slangs. Obviously, if you guys have listened to the episode, uh, we have had the best score. It's out of seven. Is six out of seven. So, do you reckon you can beat six out of seven? I reckon I actually can. I reckon I can. What should, what should we not be able to answer the first one? I know. Imagine <laughs> being an Aussie and you can't even get this slang. Imagine. What a disappointment to the country, eh? Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, first one, all right. What is a Barbie? Oh, it's a barbecue. There you go. Wasn't too hard, was it? All right, that's a one. There we go. Let's go. Let's get it. What is a bottle? A grog shop or a booze shop. Yeah. BWS, Dan Murphy's. <laughs> Are you hitting up one of them tonight, mate? I heard. <laughs> Yeah, I used to I used to manage one. Oh shit. Yeah, bro. Uh, nuts. Nuts. Uh, you see you see some ungodly things at a bottle shop, man. I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 so you're currently two out of two. You're on you're on yeah, for sure. a good score here. What is a frothy? Oh, it's a beer. beer. There we go. That's three out of three. Could this yeah. be our first seven out of seven? I mean, you would hope so, since he's Aussie. Bro, I got, I got some fire on me right now. Let's get it. <laughs> okay. So, next one. What is brekkie? Breakfast. There you go. Four out of four. Look at this. You're killing it right now. What is... I want to hear you. What are budgie smugglers? Oh, bro. Tony Abbott-type bars, man. The way those little... little... Uh, the tidy whitey kind of like things. Tidy whitey underpants, what? underpants, underpants. Is that your final answer? Underpants. Budgie smugglers. Yeah, they're fucking. They're those like red blade cup, cup your everything. Everything's on show for those those bad boys. Wait, are they are they just undies though, or are they used for something else? What are for they swimming as well? There you swimmers. go. They're yeah, bathers. Swimmers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> so you are what? You are one, two, three, four. You're five out of five. All right, 
I, dude, I'm, I reckon I've got this. I reckon I've got this. Dude, what is no drama? Don't stress. Yeah, I'll give you that. It's no problem. I'll give you that. Six out of six, eh? Last one. Last question. Here we go. Ooh. What's this be so out of left field? Uh, uh, I'm gonna. I'm trying to pick a hard one for you. So, what is this? Is the seven out of seven? Our first ever seven out of seven score. What is avo? Oh, avocado, bro. Avocado oh. on toast, man. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. Hey, look at that, eh? Seven out of seven. Our first seven out of seven. You that one almost had me. I was like, wait, what is that? But I was like, oh, no, no. Avo. Dude, I actually yeah. heard that. I heard that today. Avo? Yeah. Ooh. Lucky, eh? Lucky boy, eh? We out here. Uh, we out here. That's all right. That's all right. All right. <laughs> well, that is the end of the episode. Thank you for coming on, man. Would you like to do the outro for the episode? Do I want to do the outro? Yeah. I mean, thank you for having me. And, uh, you know, everyone watching, keep on watching this podcast, bro. It's going to be fucking huge. And follow Y&T, follow the universe, man. Only way. Only way. And besides that, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode with another amazing, amazing guest. Obviously, another artist from Australia. Besides that, guys, we'll see you guys in the next one.